A brother and sister driving home through isolated countryside for spring break encounter a flesh-eating creature which is in the midst of its ritualistic eating spree. Will this film have you question every road trip you plan to take? Well, it probably should, because you might just end up on a silver platter in this monster's all-you-can-eat buffet. Buckle up and don't even stop for gas as we dive headfirst into the eerie tale of Jeepers Creepers. I haven't seen a car in 50 miles. You know what I just thought of, right? Kenny and Darla. You believe that story? Not that they did go looking for her head. They only found the car. They never found her head. What's he doing? The hell is that? He dumped something down that pipe. Wrapped in a sheet. Hello? You know the part in scary movies where somebody does something really stupid and everybody hates them for it? This is it. Every 23rd spring, for 23 days, he gets to eat. He must have five, maybe 600 bodies down there. You've got something it likes, one of you. Welcome, foolish mortals, to another episode of Chamber of Chills. I'm Cameron Long. And I'm Adam Ragsdale. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. My partner in fear. We are the fear boys. <laughs> the one and only, baby. Yeah. Are we ready to just jump in? I think we're going to dive headfirst into this big pipe. <laughs> For those who have seen details. this before. Jumping right into the uh, dirty details of this one. Mm-hmm. It is ranked number 43. Ooh, which uh, pretty wild. Pretty we're, we're wild. Right we made it. A title, Jeepers Creepers, came out in 2001. Uh, this is kind of fun. The genre is a little different. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. <laughs> My dog keeps entering the room. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> Gosh. this one is kind of fun. It's different. Um, according to Google, this is a horror teen monster movie. Ooh. Yeah, really interesting. Uh, it's rated R. The director is Victor Salva. Three other films he worked on, Powder, Rites of Passage, and The Nature of the Beast. All critically All acclaimed. very, yeah, <laughs> successful films. This uh, is actually, definitely his most successful film. For sure. Actually, I've never heard of his other no, stuff. No, me neither. I was looking through trying to find one. I have it. heard of two others of his. Really? Jeepers Creepers 2 <laughs> and Jeepers Creepers 3. <laughs> yeah, maybe those. Those count. Which apparently he wasn't that involved in Jeepers Creepers 3. And we'll really? talk about that. Oh, okay. Uh, well, he was also the writer of these films, yes. um, including this one. The star cast members, we have Gina Phillips, Justin Long, and Jonathan Breck. Mm-hmm. As far as the Academy, uh, they didn't really give them much attention. Just <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> so crazy. However, it was nominated for Best Horror and Best Performance by a Young Actor at the Saturn Awards in 2002. Mm. And then mm. it won a handful of Fright Meter and Chainsaw Awards for Best Actor, Best Wide Release Film, and Best Makeup Slash Creature Effects. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Was Chainsaw, was that the one we had heard? Or Chainsaw like was the one on the that we were like, ones? what in the world? Why is this? I, I've been seeing it more often. So it's, well, I guess we do look this up every week. So yeah, that and Fright Meter. I think those are the yeah. two. Um, the ratings on IMDb, it has a 6.2. Rotten wow. Tomatoes, uh, a pretty rocky 45%. Wow. Wow. And on Letterboxd, three out of five stars. Interesting. Um, as far as financials go. Uh, the budget for this film was about $10 million, mm. which today is about $17.3 million. Okay. 
And then at the global box office, it made $59.3 million, which today is about $103 million. Wow. And filming took about 30 days. So okay. Those are the dirty, dirty details. Dirty of, details from Dirty Dan. Of, from Dirty <laughs> Dan, right, right there. Jumping into film summary, I'm going to give a little high-level overview of the film so that you understand for those of you who haven't seen it or maybe you haven't seen it in a long time. Can uh, get a little insight into this plot oh, yeah. without giving too much away. It kind of gives a lot away, but bear with me. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for all you who hate us. <laughs> Jeepers Creepers plunges siblings Trish and Derry Jenner into a waking nightmare during their drive home from college for spring break where they encounter a mysterious cloaked figure dumping wrapped bodies down a sewer pipe besides an old abandoned church. Compelled by a mix of terror and curiosity, they decide to investigate, a decision that ensnares them in a horrific ordeal. Derry's descent into the pipe reveals a grotesque tapestry of preserved human bodies that unmasks the true nature of the sinister figure. This figure is unveiled as the Creeper, an ancient flesh-eating monster that emerges every 23rd spring for 23 days to feed. It selects selects its vict oh my god. It selects <laughs> its victims through fear and can smell human terror. The Creeper, equipped with an arsenal of weapons and a disconcerting method of selecting its prey, turns its ominous attention to the siblings. As Trish and Derry race against time to escape the clutches of this relentless predator, they seek the help of a psychic and local police. Unraveling the cryptic mystery surrounding the Creeper becomes a matter of life and death, leading to a chilling climax that un- intertwines fate, fear, and a new set of beautiful <laughs> eyeballs. Holy crap. I'm sorry. I'm Dude. making this worse. I can't stop laughing. I'm going to edit reason. this. You guys are hearing this now, but uh, I just edited that entire part and so because funny. I butchered so badly reading everything, I'm becoming dyslexic. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Breakdown Ballroom, we made it <laughs> past that treacherous film summary. Uh, going through our guidelines, what classifies a good horror film? Our favorite scenes. Mm, let's get it. Kick us off, Cammy. So you're going to be really shocked. I love the intro. Um, <laughs> I say that for those of you who have not listened to yes. any episode but this one. We never say the intro. We pretty much always say the intro. <laughs> Both of us have um, only not said it once. You oh. didn't say it on As Above, So Below, and I didn't say it on Split. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, it's more recent. Um, I did like this intro because I think that the dialogue was pretty effective between Derry and Trish. I really liked their sibling banter, you mm-hmm. know? And it felt like, you know, this is probably how two siblings in their early 20s might talk to each other. Totally. You know? And so I thought that was kind of fun. It was a pretty long intro, too. It was, yeah. I kind of get to know the characters a little bit. They're on a road trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, kind of the segue, because they get attacked by this crazy driver on the road. And then later, perhaps one of my favorite shots of the film, when yes. they're driving by and they see him dumping the bodies down the pipe. Yes. It's just such a cool scene to me. And I can't really pinpoint. It's just like, almost like As Above, So Below, I felt like I was almost like in the driver's seat. And like I'm driving by, like watching him. That's just the way it was filmed. Like yeah. it looks like it's from your own point of view. And the way he's just kind of like off in the distance, it makes it creepier because you don't see the details of what he's doing. I thought that was a really great way to open up the film. I put the same thing. Yeah. Um, and more specifically the part where they see him throwing the bodies yes. down the pipes. Because so I good. I just think it was just such a good, eerie way to kick it off. Uh and then 
not only them seeing that and then being like, what in the world are we witnessing? But then him turning around and just staring them down while they keep driving. Yeah. I just thought immediately you were like, oh shoot, what's going to happen? And then he pulls out in his car to follow them after they see that. Yeah. So just kicking off the suspense right off the bat. For sure. I think you, you don't know who this person is. Um, and he's already mm-hmm. obviously declared that he is this kind of monster who uh, has killed people. Yes. So I thought that the, I completely agree with the intro. Yeah. Um, after that, I said the the cave with all the bodies, which yeah, was really that just was my next one. Wow, the, look at us. Yeah, come on. <laughs> we should hold hands. <laughs> Promise. Uh, <laughs> the which they called the House of Pain. Yes. Um, and he. You know, uh, Derry goes down that big pipe because mm-hmm. they investigate, obviously, after the creeper leaves. And he ends up falling down because the rats <laughs> freak him out and then Trish drops him. Yes. Um, and he scurries his way down the pipe, lands on his back, which is a hot... I know we'll have change chamber later. But anyway, he discovers that this cave that this pipe leads to, um, is there are just dead bodies everywhere like yeah. hundreds all over the walls and the ceiling yes and it's just a wild it's wild imagery in general yeah i thought so too super creepy imagery very yeah. creative I, it kind of just sets this really cool atmosphere and i love the line where he's talking about he said like i wrote it down oh yeah he said this guy must have 500 maybe 600 bodies down there and i've seen them stuck up on the walls like some psycho version of the sistine chapel I was like, what a great comparison. Totally great Because it's pretty accurate. Yeah, Yeah. it does kind of look like an artistic. Really. But sadistic display of bodies. So yeah, yeah, I I thought that whole scene was pretty effective. And then he comes up, I didn't write this, but when he comes up on the one of the bodies and he's like still alive, but then he uncovers it and it's like stitched with like rope, like his chest. And yeah. It's like one of those situations uh, within a horror film that you're like, if I was in this oh my gosh. situation, what, would, you what do? would I do? Yeah. And putting yourself there, you're like freaked out. Yes, definitely. So I just kicking off. I mean, that's mm-hmm. within the first 20 minutes. Of the yeah. Film. The start of this film is very strong. Yes. Uh, my next scene, I said the diner phone call. It's very brief. Um, I just remember being very confused <laughs> at first. Yeah. So it sounds like I'm going into something I didn't like, but that confusion, I kind of like had to like analyze it for a second and mm-hmm. think about like, okay, as the audience, this is fun because we don't know who this person is on the phone. Yeah. And she's telling them specific details about like themselves and like their encounter earlier. And so you're like, I'm so, uh, this may have been dumb, but I was like, <laughs> is like the creeper like pretending to be someone on the phone? You know, like Pennywise can mimic other people's totally. voices or I was like, is he like messing with them? But then she like, warns them and she was like if you hear this song and then holds the phone up to the record player and it's playing jeepers creepers and she was like get She's out of like, there get out i was like <laughs> i was like oh that's kind of i kind of like that scene jeepers, i don't know what's going creepers. on but it's a great little you know little bit so yeah i liked it i like that uh i actually just kind of skipped right to the end hey go for it the ending with the long off screams coming down the hallway yeah and then the last shot of obviously yeah. Justin. Uh, it's poor a great, Justin, which actually is Derry, not Justin. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Long is uh, alive. Justin Long. Yeah. Uh, I I thought it was great too. I really just liked how I don't know, very haunted house esque, but like 
where the camera is going down this these long abandoned hallways and you're yeah. hearing far off screams echoing mm-hmm. and you know that the creeper has dairy. Yeah. So you're just, again, that imagination, like your imagination is running like, oh my gosh, like what is he doing to dairy? Yeah, for um, sure. And then of, of course you get to the last shot and you see... Uh, spoiler, Derry is dead. Yeah, dude, and his freaking. eyes have been cut out of his body. He's like skinned alive almost. Yes, <laughs> like I know. Weird. It looked like just his entire, yeah. Yeah, I actually remember seeing that when I was younger and it traumatized me. I was going to say, that would be the most traumatizing scene yeah. from the whole film if you're like a 12-year-old. For sure, yeah. I think about it once a night. Um, <laughs> Every <my> night. <laughs> just at night, it's it. A shiver. Um, I said the cop execution scene um, where they're kind of driving mm. down the highway yeah. and the creeper lands on top of the cop car and he just deletes these police officers. <laughs> and I liked the scene because it really shows you what the creeper's capable of. Yes. Because like he clearly just landed on a moving vehicle and then he just cuts through the necks of these officers like butter. Yep. And you're like, okay, so this isn't just some like Leatherface serial killer out in the middle of nowhere. This is like a supernatural Truly a being. monster. Yes. And he just dispatches them so quickly. And <laughs> I thought that was like, oh, shoot, this guy's like Throws the head. Yeah. Eats oh my the gosh. Tongue. That was, that part was gross. Eating the tongue out <laughs> he of the picks officer's up the, head. The head that he just cut off. And you think he's like making out with it? I thought so. I was like, what are you about to do? <laughs> and then he bites the tongue and like pulls it out. Pulls with his the teeth. tongue out. Yeah. That was really disturbing. Some creepy imagery for sure. Mm, yeah. That's how Marin and I were on our first date. <laughs> <laughs> you pulled her tongue out with your teeth. <laughs> she hasn't seen you the since. The since. Wow. The same ever since. Yeah. Um, but, and then I also put the ending. Yeah, totally. Great way to end the film, I think. Yeah. Concept. Not too shabby. Fun. A little surface level. But, yeah. you know, it's a monster film. So Creature it's feature, just, yeah. You just kind of have to expect it. For sure. I did appreciate that the creeper is like a mix of like a human and like a monster. Yeah. And that whatever he eats, he gets. Yes. Yeah. Because he does carry himself like a human and he like thinks like, like he's intelligent obviously. Mm -hmm. So he does kind of parade around like he's a serial killer. That's true. But he's also invincible and has freaking wings and like (laughs) super weird. It's a very interesting thing, but I did like the whole sibling road trip thing. I don't think you get that a lot in horror. Completely agree. It's always like a group of high school students or a couple. And so I liked that. And I, I like a creature feature in the early two thousands because you know, who doesn't? Yeah. So. I I put in director's touch, which is next, like going off your note, I actually really liked how he made them brother and sister mm-hmm. instead of a couple because it felt more unique that way. For if sure. it was a couple, it would have felt really, I just feel like cliche set yeah, up. Definitely. It would have been a little more basic for sure. Which I saw, and I didn't even put this in here, but I saw that he did that because he wanted them to not be like the audience to not be super distracted by their relationship and to care more about the creeper getting them. Okay. I respect it because I do think that, I mean, that does work because you're not ever thinking about their chemistry. Yeah. You're just thinking about, Oh, how they're brother and sister on a road trip. Totally. Did they ever say why they were on a road trip? I may have missed that. Uh, They're going home from college, I think, Uh, but they were taking like the back roads because she wanted the view. Yeah. 
Wow, so it's is, all her fault. Yeah, her brother it's all died. Trish's fault. She sucks. Yikes. Uh, quick side note. Apparently, the creeper is never mentioned in the film. They always refer to it as like the devil or demon or whatever. Oh, really? Um, but the true. creeper is his name as hmm. a character, which is interesting. Yeah, I guess. I wonder if, if like in any of the sequels, they refer to it as the creeper. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Interesting. Anyways, more on director's touch. I thought yeah. he did a great job tackling a monster flick. I mean, yeah, also too, and the mystery fun. of it. You don't really know anything about this. Like I said, you might start it thinking it's a serial killer, and then you're like, oh, this is like some freaking demon thing. Yeah, and he's like a monster. So I thought the mystery of it was kind of cool, setting that up. Cool atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some some good pieces to this film. Yeah, definitely. I definitely think that it deserves its its place in the top 50, you know. Yeah. Acting. Dude. Mm. Okay. Justin Long is actually so good at being scared. super, super good. Like, so good at being freaked out. Yes. Definitely. Uh, Gina Phillips is eh. Yeah. She... She she's, was there. She did. She did her part. She did her part. Okay. But she's Justin gorgeous. Long, she was. So beautiful. I'm surprised her career didn't really take off just for that. Yeah. But have you seen her in anything else? No. I looked at her filmography and I couldn't recognize anything. Oh wow. She did. I think a good job. But Justin Long was really good. Yeah. You know. And I I feel like that's a a lot of people's takeaway. He he really kind of and I mean this started the whole Justin Long horror filmography thing because yes. he's been in like ten so or something. Many. In crazy the last like 20 films. years so yeah he does love he's horror. A, he's a little bit of a scream king these days i agree i think he's great um the cat lady and the psychic were a little too dramatic for me <sighs> i agree i think really everyone other than the three main characters were just over the top i okay i'm so glad you said this i was worried because some people i saw love the Dude, psychic okay the psychic got like nominated in one of the i horror, saw that the ihg yeah. best supporting Fright actress or something, or something. Yeah. which is I do I love her. Patricia yes. Belcher. Oh, she's great. She's great. I love seeing her face and things. She made appearances in like How I Met Your Mother and yes. like I think like Good Luck Charlie or something. So she's a very That's wholesome right. actress. I forgot about that. But seeing her in this role, I just don't know if it completely hit the mark for me. No. And I don't know if it's her or the or character's writing. Yeah, yeah I don't it's know. Just, I think Justin Long definitely stands out in this cast. 100%. But I completely agree. And well, that kind of goes into screenplay. Yep. The screenplay kind of feels like it was just thrown together for the scare <laughs> effect. Yeah. Not really caring that there are so many things that didn't make sense. But yes. I will say that the dialogue seemed fairly real. I mean, you yeah. talk about the intro, yep. the brother, the brother, sister, you know, banter. Um, you know, I think other than the crazy cat lady and psychic though, uh, because their lines were a little out there. Yeah, I agree. I, they were very kind of dramatized. And the banter, which we're, how many times can we say banter? But the banter between the siblings is really good. Yeah. Um, but there were just banter, other things banter. written in that felt kind of cliche or yeah, like kind of, okay. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Score. Adam, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't really stand out a ton yeah, to me. Yeah, there's but nothing crazy. I guess that means it was well done because a bad score is going to stand out. <laughs> Oh, that's a good point. Um, but I think a great score is going to stand out in a good way. Yeah. So I get it's like that. bad score stands out in a bad way. Yeah. A good score doesn't stand out at all. And mm-hmm. a great score stands out in a good way. Yeah. That's, that's a meter. great point. I do think, I guess, score aside, on the same note, kind of, 
the music, I love the implementation of Jeepers Creepers. Yes. Because like anytime it comes on, that means he's like around and he's about to kill somebody. Yeah. Which is such a cool detail because that mm-hmm. song is kind of like creepy, you know? It's very uh, reminiscent of the game, which this came before the game, I think, the Slenderman game. Oh, yeah. Where you hear the static yeah. or you see the static as he gets closer, That's it gets a great bigger. Comparison. And I think that that adds so much suspense. Yeah. Well, like when he's about to come and land on the cop car. To and you hear it on the radio. Yeah. They're changing through the radio station and then you hear it. And as the audience, you know now yeah. that song is bad news. So when you hear it, they're like, oh, shoot. Build and then suspense. Sure enough, he freaking cuts their heads off. Yeah, so. I agree. I think that was a great ad. That was a cool little detail. Cinematography. I thought it was pretty good. I noticed a lot of like dark, shadowy visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, they use lighting and framing, I think, in a cool way. For example, which I don't know, I I appreciated because I think it works well in some scenes and then other scenes maybe not as much. One scene I did, I tipped my hat to them because it was ballsy. When he's falling down the pipe and it's like slow motion now and he's covered kind of like in that ring of light. I was yeah. like, all right, you guys like went because for early 2000s, that's a very random I know. shot. It was kind of a did random artsy shot. I don't know. That's up for it's subjective. You, I think you by itself, it. it's a good shot within the context of the other yeah. cinematography. It was just, it's kind of random. Yeah, but. for sure. Because, yeah, you only get that scene. There's not a shot like it in the yeah. rest of the film. So it is kind of just a random thing just wedged in. Totally. But, I thought it was pretty good. I thought the shot of the two car conversations happening at the same time while they were driving oh, between the, the yeah. cop car and the brother and sister yeah. was really great because um, it's like all one shot. Yeah. And then there was only one sequence that I was like, what in the world are you doing? Oh, no. <laughs> and it was the the two quick zoom-ins on the car being ransacked at the gas station. There were like two shots where it just like quickly zooms oh, in yeah. on... <laughs> And I was like, what? Like, what is yeah, happening? I guess that's true. It just felt so out of place and didn't match the rest of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were no other shots like that. Yeah, that's true. So I was like, what the? It feels like they were on set and they're like, oh, let's try to just like zoom in. And then, <laughs> it, yeah, it felt very much like a let's try this and like then an they improv. forgot to take it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Anything else on cinematography? Nope. All right, we'll get into the overall impact of the film. What do you think? A fun Halloween horror film to mm-hmm. put on. That will most definitely terrify anyone under the age of 15. Yeah. And it would have been a perfect film to watch in high school for the first time with like a girl you've been crushing on. Mm, You know what I mean? And she gets scared. True, true. Holds your hand. Pretty classic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I kind of said, I mean, I think this film, it's been sharpied into the list of classic early 2000s. Classic, iconic monster movies. Especially because it's a creature feature. Because I feel like at that time... There were so many supernatural horror films. Like you had The Ring, The Others, The Sixth Sense, and there weren't, I feel like, as many monster movies at that time. That's true. So I thought that was kind of cool. And I think that makes it stand up for the era. And, you know, because it's a creature feature, it stands out a little bit more. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's bold because it's hard to make a creature feature that's better than a well done. For sure. um, Supernatural film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, that's uh, a good point. But. The thing, though, if we're talking about a lasting impact, though, something that I read, and we can get into this as much or as little as we want, but I seemed to notice a pattern of, like, people thought it was, like, a super great, effective horror film for a long time, and it was kind of underrated, and, like, people who know it love it, but then 
the director stuff, yes. I guess, has become pretty popular. He's, mm-hmm. you know, spoiler, terrible person. Yes. And so now I see a lot of people hating the movie because of him. Yes. And people are like, it's funny, it's kind of flipped now. People like say they hate the movie because they hate the director. So I don't know. It, it is, it always sucks when you see a film <clears throat> like take even recently, like Don't Worry Darling, like Olivia Wilde with mm-hmm. all that controversy. It makes people like hate a film if they haven't even, you know, seen it or, you know, and I'm not saying Don't Worry Darling was yeah. objectively a great film, but it does immediately get. Or dude, Rainy I mean, Day in New York. Yes. That, that film oh my God. didn't That's even a better get released example. into theaters because of the Woody Allen yeah. thing. So it just sucks when a director, because the director's a piece of crap. Yeah the movie also has to suffer for it. So yeah, it does suck. Anyways. Sucks for the actors involved. Like, yes, tremendously. definitely. Yeah. Rainy day in New York. That's a great example. Diving into fact forest. There's a lot to unpack with the BTS and Ooh. it's all fun. Most of it, except for the last one. Cause I was going to bring up the director thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Random facts, fun facts about the film, making of the film. Did you know the creepers single line of dialogue was cut from the film? Oh, great call. <laughs> Did they say what it was? No, <laughs> but I'm I like, I can't even imagine say. him saying something. That would have been stupid. That would have been weird. Yeah. That would have taken me out. He doesn't know English. Um, Victor Sava, director, has always said the creeper legend is complete fiction, but the scene where Trish and Derry witnessed the creeper dumping a body down the well by an abandoned church was inspired by the case of Dennis DePew a former Michigan property assessor who murdered his wife and was seen by witnesses near an old schoolhouse with a bloody sheep. Two witnesses also recalled Depew speeding past them in a van and eventually tailing them and riding their bumper for several miles. The case was also profiled on a 1990 episode of Unsolved Mysteries 1987. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. This sounds really dark, but I kind of... (sighs) I don't know. It's always interesting when a film is based on a true event. Yes. Or inspired like, by. Inspired least, by. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a better way to put it. But that's, I kind, think, that's interesting. I mean, honestly, I think that's just like good writing is whenever you're inspired mm-hmm. by a specific instance. And For sure. Just like blow it up from that. All right, next. In the scene with the cat lady, all her cats look through the screens on the windows because tuna has been smeared on them. What? So that's a, if you need cats in a film, you need them to all look yeah. in a single direction. Just put tuna on the sheets <laughs> right in front of them. Hey, do what you got to do. All right. At the time of its release, this was the highest grossing film to ever be released during Labor Day weekend. The record would subsequently be broken by its own sequel, Jeepers Creepers 2. In 2003. Really? Very interesting. Okay. This was Justin Long's first leading role in a film, and he was only 22 years old. Really? 22. Man, this keeps happening to us. I where know. I feel so old watching these movies. That's wild. Because Christian Bale was like 25. 25. American, American Psycho. Psycho. Gina so Phillips was 30. Oh, wow. So she was 100 years older than Justin Long. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> the difference between 22 and 30 is man. crazy. <laughs> that is kind of crazy though because they look pretty similar in age. She so. looks really young. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The contacts on the creeper made Jonathan Breck blind whenever he had to wear them. This wasn't the day and age of contacts being a very yeah. easy thing. I wonder if they were like glass or something. I know. Well, remember in American Psycho, not American Psycho, American Werewolf in London, he said oh, the contacts right, yeah. were the most painful. Yep. 
When Victor Salva arrived in Florida, he discovered that a million dollars worth of his financing had fallen through and was forced to cut some 20 pages of the script from the end of the film. There would have been a fiery climax where Derry manages to get behind the wheel of the creeper's truck and drives it into an oncoming train in a suicidal attempt to destroy the creature. Whoa. <laughs> Completely different ending. I'm trying to think, like, picture that in I my know. mind. That's crazy. Very which is so, so weird because it's so different than him getting his eyes yeah. cut out. I don't know. Interesting. More climactic, I guess. Man, I can't imagine just like finding out you lost a million dollars. Or how much was it? It was a million dollars. Yeah, a million. And Golly. their budget was, what, 10? Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty wild. I mean, Ouch. that's like, yeah, a 10, 10% cut. And honestly, like, now that I think about it, I think that that would have been a better climax than the police station. Yeah, I think so too. But we can talk about that hot takes. Gina Phillips, who plays Trish, and Justin Long were not allowed to meet Jonathan Breck, who plays the Creeper, before filming in order to get a true reaction from them whenever they actually did see him with his full costume. Nor did they see the beating you truck before the opening scene was shot. Interesting. So I'm sure if they saw that come up behind them, they're yeah. like, oh my God. What the heck? Okay. Jonathan Breck's test audition scared Victor Salva so greatly he cast him almost immediately as the creeper. Okay. I actually don't know if I've seen that guy without the makeup on. Yeah, I mean, well, okay, this is, I have another one. Okay. Um, that I'll get to here in a second. The original title was Here Comes the Boogeyman. Stop. That's terrible. <laughs> what? Here Comes the Boogeyman? <laughs> that was the name of the original oh script. Oh my gosh. Brutal. Oh, that's rough. Justin Long and Gina Phillips said that Victor Salva's screenplay was so terrifying they had to put it down after reading the first 20 pages or so and come back to it hours later. This feels wow. a bit dramatic, but... Yeah, freaking wimp. Come on, little, wiener. little wieners. <laughs> that is kind of dramatic, though. I can't imagine reading like, the script. It's like... I'm, I can't read I gotta this. put it down. I guess as a director, that probably hypes you up so much. Though. Yeah, for sure. Justin Long pointed out in several interviews that the film didn't even have an official premiere since MGM Studio did not expect much from it. Wow. Which sucks. Yeah. Because obviously did well. Director Victor Salva was mentored by Francis Ford Coppola, who directed The Godfather. What? Yes. Wild. I wonder, and I wonder in what way. I don't know. That's really random. Obviously not in the way of life. It, yeah, it obviously didn't pay off that well because it's all... Eesh. And the Jeepers Creepers was the best film he dropped. So. I know. Man. Next one. So... Two divided by three is 0.666, repeating forever. Hence the significance of the creeper reappearing every 23, 23 years for 23 days. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I like that little detail. At around an hour and 11 minutes, Jonathan Breck, who plays the creeper, appears in a different role as a policeman. With what? No makeup. Yes. Oh, man. So he's in the film as okay. a different character. I want to go back and see I that. I know. I wanna, it made me want to go back and see it. That's cool. At the very end, whenever we see the creeper with Derry's eyes, it is actually Justin Long dressed up as the creeper. Obviously, it makes sense because it's his eyes. Yeah. Wow. That's also really cool. That's cool. That's probably like super fun for Justin Long too. Yes, I know. And then lastly, unrelated to the film, Cameron already mentioned, in 2017, director Victor Salva pleaded guilty to being a child predator and was sentenced to three years in prison in which he only served 15 months with a lifelong... Lifetime registration as a sex offender. I won't go into detail as uh, to what he was accused yeah. of, but you can look it up. Definitely the most sick and twisted part of his career. Yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> it is. 
He sucks. Yeah, for sure. That wraps up Fact Forest. Shall we dive into the next section, mm-hmm. which is Mishap Manor? Mishap Manor. This is kind of a new section. We've been doing film mishaps for a while, but we decided, hey, it deserves its own little section. Yeah. Do you have any? Um, yeah. So some of these I kind of saw online. Yeah. Um, as always. Some but, of these I saw whenever I was on the set. Yeah, when so. <laughs> when we were on set that one day. <laughs> um so of course when Derry slips into the pipe, uh-huh. he should have landed on the two body bags that the creeper yes. dumped down there, but instead he just lands on the bare ground. Dude, I actually with, made a note of that. No sign of bodies anywhere. Because I wondered that too. I was like, okay, where are the bodies? Because he just dumped them. I know. And, and then he just lands like there. Yeah. It's just weird. That was kind of confusing. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, whenever he slides down the pipe as well, he's encircled by light, which would have had to be shining directly down yeah. the pipe. Seconds before he went in, he was staring into total blackness. Yes. So it just, I thought that too. It didn't make sense that he was standing in light, but that yeah. he couldn't originally see all the way to well, the bottom. And also the way he fell. Because he's falling Dude. with his back, for like he's gonna land on his back, or he does, I guess. But he fell like with his arms straight out. Yes, he's going on straight down, head first. <laughs> he would have like broken his neck. <laughs> I was gonna say maybe that's why they didn't do that. Yes, but uh, yeah, that that happened. Well, it was weird because it cut from him going on his belly like head first, yeah, like a water slide, and then it cuts to him falling perfectly yeah. on his back. He's and all you're of like, a sudden. Chris. Okay. It's like Chris and Get Out when he's falling in the sunken place. That's yes, kind of what it reminds me. It felt me very of. much like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was kind of silly. Um, Derry and Trish are at the cat lady's house. She has a shotgun. She shoots the scarecrow and then goes in the house to shoot twice. However, she never reloads. I was like, I I did notice that in the, the film, yeah. but just a little three shots, small error. You know, don't make no sense. They don't make no sense. When the creeper rams his truck into the back of the sibling's car, a close-up shows damage to the back end. Cutaways of the veering vehicle show no damage is done. Okay, which I, I caught. You did? I did during okay. the filming because I was like, okay. I feel like there were a lot, and a lot of people pointed this out, like continuity errors with the car totally. and the damage that has been inflicted. Like it would like cut away, and film. it was totally different <laughs> yes. each time. So that was like the main. Thing I saw people complaining about. Yeah. Which, if that's your worst part, then yeah, I sure. Know. It's, it's not fine. too bad. Um, <laughs> the credit officer with hole in chest is misspelled as office with hole in chest. <laughs> I saw that. How do you type that, man? That's rough. <laughs> Can you imagine being that guy? You're like, come on. <laughs> that wasn't the that office. That was my one shot. <laughs> I was the officer. I wasn't the office. <laughs> Somebody get them a Grammarly subscription. He won for being the best inanimate object. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're in office. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, change chamber. Mm-hmm. Changey change. Is there anything that doesn't make any sense? Yeah. It's a 2000 monster flick, so of course there's going to be things that don't yeah. add up. It's not perfect. I don't know what you would expect if you didn't expect to find <sighs> well, errors. My first one, because again, putting myself in their shoes. Yes. Which this, you can't do that in horror films because you're going to just leave disappointed every time. But why on earth did they go back to the abandoned <laughs> church dude, to look down the pipe, I guess? But like, the if I see somebody 
dressed like that who's looking at me driving by and they're dumping bodies no. down a pile. I am not. I'm speeding up and I'm getting out of the state. And his incentive sucked. Yeah, it was so dumb. He's like, I'm just curious. If those are bodies, we need to help them. Yeah, And no. I'm like, call the cops. On, you're not going to do that? Call the cops. Get out of there. No way. Not my job. Not no. my responsibility. <laughs> I'm not dying. I completely agree. Yeah, that was stupid. Which I have a note about that of like how I would change it. Okay. okay, my first note that doesn't make any sense. They're not at all worried that this creepy monster dude who drove them off the road and threw potential dead bodies into a pipe wouldn't show back up at his house while oh, they're there. I know. They're just chilling, looking down the pipe. He's like, I'm going to go down the pipe. And I'm like, so dumb. Do you not think this guy's coming back ever? Yeah, there's <laughs> zero chance. Stupid. Yeah, that that's honestly on the screenplay because that was just... That's dumb. Yeah. Um, I said, when the power goes out at the police station, all the doors lock automatically. Therefore, Trish should not have been able to run outside to chase after the creeper. Mm. And this is something that I saw people write online. But yeah, at the end, when he takes Derry, she's like, oh my gosh, and like runs out the front door. But the whole place was on lockdown because they were trying to keep the creature contained. Yeah. So, well, she's really strong. She, yeah, it's true. Maybe. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't want to put her in a box. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Give her the benefit of the doubt. Sorry. Man. sorry. She's got those pipes. Trish, I'm so sorry. He's sorry, Trish. Give him a break. <laughs> the girl on the phone in the diner, which is the psychic. Yes. And him being like, what are you talking about? But she's literally explaining everything he yeah. just witnessed. <laughs> right. I I'm know. Like, he's like, wait, I just don't understand. And she's just explaining yeah, she's everything just you just went out, through. Dude. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's just poor writing. <laughs> this is I hate sense. when they do that, when they're just so clearly just not using logic or intellect. I know. To, ugh. I said, when they get to the police station, after just seeing the cops get decapitated, they're a little too calm for me. Yeah. Like, they were, like, obviously in a rough spot. But I would be in Shaken such up. a traumatic state if I just watch because he not only cuts their heads off, then he bites the tongue out with his teeth. They just witnessed him eat a tongue. I would be zoned out, like shaking. I just, you know, anytime and I just see having a tongue eating, I'm checked out. Yeah, exactly. Well, when you do it, it's it's a different deal. But no, that was I thought a little dumb because I would. I just didn't feel like that. Completely was agree. Why the booty are they just <laughs> hanging out at the gas station? Like, it's not that far from his house. Oh, I know. It is like a mile yeah. from his house. Yeah, and they're just chilling there trying to get a hold of the cops. I'm like, I'm getting the furthest away from for this sure. thing. I'm trusting myself, and I'm driving myself out of there for sure. Mind, this is after he's seen House of Pain. Yeah. So he's seen... True. Hundreds yeah. of dead bodies, and yeah. they're just like chilling a couple miles from his house. Yeah. It's just classic <sighs> horror movie stupidity. Yes. No way am I going back to the church. The cops can find it on their own. Yeah. They go with the cops. <laughs> Good luck. You got it. I'm like, it's down the road. Go find it. It's a white abandoned <laughs> church with the big metal pipe. I'm yeah. not going with you. No, that's a great point. <sighs> also, they are now getting out of the car after seeing a head drop on the windshield. Oh, I yeah, that was so dumb. Dude, the officer's head decapitated, flies onto their windshield, and they get out of the car they to look. stop the car. Get yes. out and investigate. And I'm like, come on. Yeah, very cliche. No. 
Very cliche. I'm just driving away. Also, they're just chilling in the car, watching him eat a decapitated head's tongue. Yeah. <laughs> they're literally just sitting there watching him and, do and it. It's a long, like, it's a long it scene. It goes on for a while. That's a full course meal <laughs> right there. <laughs> and they're just chilling. Again, get yeah. out. What are you doing? And I they, agree. They keep stopping. They stop at the cat lady's house. They stop at the gas station. There's lots they of pit stop stops. at the police. I'm like, Never guys, once get away yeah at, at no point does it feel like oh we should just get out of here drive far away oh, it just like, did let's stop not. at every place along the way it was all for the sake of the plot for and it the just killed sake me of the plot killing me killing me for show two more sorry why did he care to keep all of his victims body fresh and stitched up yeah that wasn't it's like a hobby see it's like crochet i was wondering like is he trying to keep him fresh so that he, he can just keep eating from them but th- yeah. that doesn't make much sense if he goes out and kills more people that's a good point. So I don't really understand why they're Other not just rotting. To provide creepy imagery, I guess. Yes. Or maybe he gets bored and he, it's his downtime. That's true. Maybe that's his hobbies. We stitching. all need hobbies. <laughs> we all need, that's true. Okay. I'm going to give him the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. My last one. It's kind of a long one, but this is actually not mine. I saw it online. Okay. Throughout the movie, Jeepers Creepers drive, gosh, the creeper. That's his name. Drives yeah. an enormous truck in which he chases potential victims, transports bodies, etc. So when he needs to fill up on the gas tank, does he just siphon the gas from his victim's car or does he just use a visa? <laughs> Not to mention his truck is in excellent mechanical condition, which leads to three possible <laughs> options. The creeper is either a highly skilled mechanic in all aspects of automobiles. He's never been to the same mechanic twice. Or his usual mechanic has some very heavy brass balls. Yeah, dude. On that note, how does he power the lights and music plays in his house? Is he on the grid? Paying his utility (laughs) bills, taxes, and everything else? Or has he once again astounded us and managed to produce his own power for as long as he's been around killing stupid kids? I love this. (laughs) Because I saw people commenting things like that. Like, this guy's just out here living a normal life, but he's like a demon. You know, like, come on. This is so funny. I thought some of that. I actually put something similar in Change Chamber, so we'll get to there. Uh, I thought that that was hilarious. Yeah. Is there anything we would change? About the film, go. So my first one. Okay. I said I would show the creeper less. Oh, I said the same thing. Yes. Like I think it's 90% way less. Too, yeah, f- for sure. And it, I always think of uh, Jordan Peele's famous quote. Yep. The audience's imagination will do a better, more personalized version of the horror than you can actually paint. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so true. If you let people use their imagination, they're going to freak themselves out more than just showing us all this random stuff. Preach. And I say this. <laughs> yes, girl. Yes, queen. So I say this mm-hmm. because I loved the more subtle shots we get of the creeper. Like those were effective. They look good. Yeah. You know, the intro scene is great. Or yes. like even when he's like standing in the cornfield with the scarecrows, like that was cool imagery. A hundred percent. But then you get shots of him doing like backflips over the car and standing in the middle of the road in the headlights and you get all these details of his body and then like even when he's loading the bodies of the cop car or the, the cop cars the bodies <laughs> of the police officers in the back of his truck yes they almost like make him like comedic like i don't know it just it felt really silly to me and it strips away some of the intensity by a mile yeah so that's my first change i a thousand percent agree I put the same thing. I think that they should show, they should have shown him like 90% less. It would have made it way creepier. Yes. So my next one, 
the reasoning for going back being just because Derry wants to help them seems incredibly unrealistic. Yeah. Which we already said. So my thought was make it more sinister um, where maybe he is a writer and this is fresh content to not write about, which is the plot of Sinister. But like, right. um, Sinister wasn't made yet. So, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe he's studying psychology because he wants to be a detective and now his, his interest is peaked because this could help him get his start. Something like that. Yeah. That's a way better incentive to go For back. Sure. Because now it just aligns with what he wants to do personally in his life. And he looks at this as a starting point or some sort of, you know, milestone in his life. Yeah. Um, Which I know is way more selfish than I just want to go help people. But no way is anybody ever going to do that. No, that's a great note. Because I think it explains away the stupidity a little bit. Yes. And it would just make it so much more cohesive. Completely agree. Yeah. I said... uh, this is kind of the same thing, but I just said the intensity of the creeper this is coming right off of my last comment, but I did not like the license plate being beating you. Dude, I said the same thing. So dumb because like you were just saying, you're telling me that this guy <laughs> went and waited in line at the DMV <laughs> to get this custom license plate. Yes. Like, what? And I think about, too, like Michael Myers in Halloween. There's a big chunk of the movie where he's driving around watching and they're the like, people when he's going to kill later. he ever learn to drive? Yeah. But, like, just imagine he had, like, Boss Man or something stupid as his life. Like, it just completely strips away. You know, it's just so dumb. It doesn't make any sense. And so, yeah, those, like, I think there's a lot of error here with making this monster. And I, I complimented this. Like, there's that kind of merging of human yeah. and monster. But there's no way this guy's just out, like you said, paying an electric bill, seeing a mechanic, getting gas, getting a custom license plate. Like, yeah. he's supposed to be a demon. I just, uh, I <sighs> thought it made it way less creepy. And I wish they didn't like add in things like that because it just, it makes it way less scary to me. It's complete. It's just silly. Yes. It, it would have been more realistic to not have any license plate at all. I agree. Just an old, creepy, beat up truck. Yes. A hundred thousand percent. Grr. My last one, other than those, because I agree with you. The car scene where the siblings drive over the creeper 18 times was way too long. Yes. Well, she runs over him like four times. Golly. They (laughs) just keep running. Okay, so they hit him. Yeah. And then she goes like backwards. Yeah. And then she goes forwards and then she goes backwards and then she goes forwards again (laughs) just to run over him. Yeah. That scene lasted like a hundred minutes takes a minute yeah for sure <laughs> so no way also like i was gonna say no way is he able to get hit by the car because he can move at like lightning speed yeah for We've sure seen this he dodged so, a bullet by that well like she shoots him with the shotgun know, and he's I'm, just like and gone. then he gets hit by her car yeah uh silly it, i would just make that like 80 percent shorter yeah i agree casting um it's hard to picture i mean I think of Texas Chainsaw from like 2004 or mm-hmm. 5, the remake. Jessica Biel, I think she was really good in that movie. Maybe I could see her as like Trish. But I thought Gina, I mean, Phil, it was Phillips. Her yeah, last name. I thought Phillips. she did a good enough job. I'm yeah. not going to replace her, but if I had to think of anybody else to compliment Justin Long's acting in this. But a Jessica Biel could have been hard to probably get on this film. But. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree. I think Justin Long killed it, obviously. Yeah. And Gina is... Pretty, she, yeah, so it worked. Pretty does a good job. However, I have a thought. Ooh. Imagine if this this film were made today. 
Okay. With the young talent we have today. Okay. Okay. It's directed by Robert Eggers instead. Oh. And the brother and sister were option one. Okay. Alex Wolf and Jenna Ortega. Mm. Option Ooh, two. I like that. Will Poulter and Florence Pugh. Oh, yeah. I was trying to pair like yeah. who looked kind of alike. Yes. I feel like either of those options would have been oh. so sick. Okay. If you're listening, shoot us a DM and tell us who you would put <laughs> please in the casting. Because that is cool. I love that concept. Trying to pair people like yes. a fan cast. Yeah, almost. yeah. Like which option of those two would you like yeah. more? What, how about you? Alex Wolf, Jenna Ortega, or Will Poulter and Florence Pugh? Oh, that's so hard. Obviously Florence over, over Jenna, good. but Alex probably over Will. So it's I think so. But they don't look I know, know brother so and sister, that, so you yeah. gotta pick. Golly. But I feel like Jenna or Alex could surprise us. I mean, Jenna's in X, sure. which is, she does Jenna's, well. Yeah, and she's in the Scream movies. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may go Alex and, and Jenna. Jenna. I love both of them so much. And I love Will Poulter and Florence as well, but I don't know. For this film and this concept, yeah, I'd like to probably see an Alex and Jenna. I think it'd be sick to see them. That'd be pretty cool. What a great idea. Props thank you. To you. Thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you, Doctor. Have you? Have, I was about to ask. I was about to ask your listeners if they've seen a film. I, I would get no response because this is a one-way thing. Have you guys seen have that? You movie? Seen, um, We're like freaking Dora the Explorer. <laughs> have you guys seen that? Silence. <laughs> I love that. Which of these is the <laughs> map? Okay, I'm done. Um, I yeah, I was gonna say Young Frankenstein. Yeah, classic film great film least favorite part of jeepers creepers yeah i love a good monster flick but it's just a little too surface level for me yeah which makes it incredibly less scary yeah and like i'm I'm not leaving the theaters worried that this monster is going to attack me Absolutely i mean maybe not. if i were eight years old <laughs> um and then ultimately though victor salva just sucks as a person yes yeah i said that too i said the director and kind of his you know he strips away a lot of the film based yeah. on his personal life, which sucks. But so him aside, him aside, just focusing on the film, I would say probably just the silliness of the creature. And like you, you kind of just said that in terms of like, he's just not scary. You don't leave. And we've talked about this when you leave a movie thinking, Oh gosh, like are they in my backseat? Are they going to yeah. kill me on my way home? Like those thoughts are what make horror films so fun. And it's like an adrenaline rush. Yeah. You don't get any of that in this film because they decided to make him like somewhat silly, which is like I know. dumb. It's so, this combination of like really crazy, wild, grotesque imagery and an actually really suspenseful concept. Yeah. With just silliness. Random like, bits of random like, silly things. It's almost like random bits of like B movie footage. Completely. Like things they would put in a B movie. Yes. You know? But I it's agree. still I don't know. Oh, sorry. Sorry. What could have been? What could have been? Title the film and movie poster. So definitely a step up from here comes the Boogeyman. Here, yeah, I actually <laughs> really like the title Jeepers Creepers. I do too. Um, it's distinct. I feel like it stands out. Um, I think it's really cool. It's become iconic. Yeah, especially um, with the song too. I yeah, mean, yeah. Movie poster. I actually, 
I, th- I think it's an incredible movie poster. Yeah, for sure. The reference to the eyes, the stitching, since he keeps his victim's body yeah. stitched up, and then the font I thought was a great choice. Yes. So I just thought, I think it's one of the better. It's very effective, and I feel like it's very iconic. I've seen it a hundred times. Mm-hmm. You know, even before I ever saw the movie, I I remember like going into a blockbuster or a Hollywood video, and like you see that up. and So it's it's always been around. I, I Did like you it. that old? Dude, yeah. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> I also remember the the blockbuster days. So sad. Man. Rip. Rip. What would be a worse name for the film title? I have four. Dude, you're so good at these. (laughs) I was struggling so hard on this one. It's so good to come up with just the the stupidest names (laughs) ever, though. Well, mine is really freaking stupid. (laughs) I could not. Okay, Jeepers Creepers instead. This literally just came to my mind. (laughs) I said Freaky Deakies. I have no freaking idea. So I was like, okay, Jeepers Creepers. What else could it be? Freaky Deakies. Freaky Deakies. Where'd the, you get those eyes? <laughs> exactly. That's the best I got. Kind of rolls one. though. It rolls right off the tongue. Just okay. Like the I have police. three of my own and then I have one that was inspired by a letterbox review I saw actually. Oh, okay. First one, Big Pipe Boy. <laughs> Just so bad uh number two bagging babes digging graves <laughs> that just kind of doesn't even that's make the sense the best one um i love that number three an hour and a half snickers commercial <laughs> you're not you when you're hungry <laughs> he Damn. just killed a thousand people they're like you're not he eats a snickers he's fine he just holds one up at the very end all right last one inspired by at dylan's review on letterboxd oh. jeepers creepers where'd you get those peepers <laughs> Oh my gosh. That was great. Love oh that. man. Good job at Dylan. That was good. Hot takes hallway. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. It's spicy. I'm sweating. It's getting hot in here. 10 star reviews. Yes. Well, let's kick it off. You go first. So my 10 star review. I actually switched this week. I did okay. Letterboxd instead okay. of IMDb. Let's go. Which they are colorful on Letterboxd. Oh my gosh. IMDb is more Hilarious. analytical. Letterboxd is more of like, I don't know. A lot of them are like really short. Yes. But I love the short ones. They're, They're funny. So, some of them are hilarious. So 10 star review. Day 15 of my 31 days of Halloween. Yes, I rated this higher than The Exorcist. I enjoyed it more. This was freaking great. Petrified of this thing as a kid and I'm not sure if I'm over it yet. Pure entertainment from this film. Song makes me want to kill myself. Also, oh my best ending scene ever. So they feel very passionately about Whoa. this film. It oh, freaks them out. Okay. They love it more than The Exorcist. The song gets them. So they just, I think it really just captures the passion they have for this movie. Okay. What was, do you know their username? Oh, I should remember. It's okay. I should have wrote it down. Next time. It's always I'm next so time. so sorry. Whoever just go that find is. that. Yeah, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Type it up. Uh, my 10 star, I did use, I did go to IMDb. Uh, titled The Most Thrilling, Nuanced, Entertaining, and Unique Horror Monster Film Since Jaws. Oh my gosh. This happens every week. I just want to crawl up and die and get eaten and die by the creeper. <laughs> <laughs> Victor Salva and the entire cast and every single member of the production have conspired to create the greatest monster horror film of all time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've watched it well over three dozen times. That's that, 36 times. That's really sad. And I am, this is all they do is watch Jeepers yeah. <laughs> And I am firmly convinced that this film is a cinematic masterpiece. 
If you consider only one single element of the film, The Creeper, it's easy to see how creatively unique the film is. The Creeper's character is not only invincible, like Jaws, evil and relentless, like Jason, sardonic in his humor, Freddy Krueger. He's also nuanced in his motivation and unique backstory. He listens to old jazz on an antique Victrola and drives a truck with its stick shift, but he's also talented with a sewing machine and a needle and thread. And he sports an incredible set of bat wings to boot. What cinematic monster had all of these qualities? The story is astounding in its uniqueness. Salva has taken an age-old trope of evil and he's made the concept his own. This film, in my opinion, is the platinum standard against which all others should be compared. Now that the film is in rotation in streaming media channels, viewers who haven't seen it yet are slowly becoming aware of this masterpiece. All right. They loved the film. Dear Lord. That's crazy. Best creature feature of all time. Yes. That's pretty intense. That is a hot take. Kind of get what they're saying about it blends elements of other iconic yes. horror villains. I, you know, I'll give that to you. But, but that doesn't make that doesn't mean it's just because you better. put it all together doesn't mean it works. Yes, better exactly. Than the other it doesn't mean it's cohesive. Wow. Oof. One star. Thirty six times. I know. Thirty six times. Crazy. All right. One star. Boom. The first twenty minutes were so promising, like I was spooked. And then the creeper started to give goofy ass Scooby Doo villain. <laughs> And all the characters lost anything good about them. I'm so annoyed. Scooby Doo. That's villain. such a great way to put it. That is the best. Imagine a Scooby Doo episode with the freaking creeper in it. Because it does kind of like start it's to totally, feel that way. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> I love the because they didn't say <laughs> goofy ass Scooby Doo villain. They said goofy ass <laughs> Scooby Doo villain. <laughs> so it's just such a funny way to write that. But oh my that, gosh, that comment made me laugh. It ends up being the sidekick the whole time. <laughs> yeah exactly that's what i've got away with it too oh, you meddling kids <laughs> one star jeepers crappers oh no yeah all the negative comments are valid and any good reviews are from children with no experience or taste i seriously regret spending the time on this swill the birds the duel okay there are crows in a truck chasing a truck chasing a car no movie here i weep for the victims of our film industry salva is illegitimate avoid wow you're telling me you found another comment that uses the word swill dude that's all i look for dude <laughs> is the word swill i can't believe how much that word has come across i love it in our lives in the past <laughs> in the past two months the chamber of swill the pig swill <laughs> <gasps> should we change it shall we change that's awesome um okay do we have any hot takes boy do we boy do we so I just said, because I saw a lot of people, well, even in the comment you just read, I read a lot of people say that they compare this antagonist, the Creeper, to other iconic horror villains. Mm-hmm. And one thing that they love about it, because they were like, you could kill, you know, Chucky, you can kill Ghostface. I, so essentially they love that he's invincible. I don't like that he's invincible. I do not like. I wish the creature had some kind of weakness. And I just think the immortality of it, like it just, there's no fighting chance. And because of that, you can't strategize with that. Like you're thinking like, oh man, how do I get out of here? Like they should do this. They should go that way. Or in this, you're just like, there's literally nothing you can do. Yeah. He can fly to wherever you are. He's going to find you super fast. He's yeah. You can't shoot him. Can't run him over with a car. Like he's just going to get you. And there's nothing that, 
it doesn't raise the stakes, I feel like. I was going to say, even any, though it should. The lack doesn't. of rules brings your stakes down. Yes. And if they're, I mean, that's another thing. It's like he doesn't have any rules. He can yeah. do anything. There, he he can, can't die. Yeah. And so, it just kind of makes it less, I don't know, interesting to I me. I agree. I agree. I said, um, it's a monster flick, nothing more, nothing less. Of course, it's not going to be the best horror film of all time, but just like most other movies we've already reviewed, you just kind of have to understand what you're getting into yeah. and set your expectations so that you're able to enjoy it. Uh, next one, Justin Long Slade, and no one else did. Oh, so good. I definitely see how this kind of catapulted him. Totally. Onto the, like, the horror scene. Yeah. Because he's been in some really... Well... I say that I actually haven't seen a lot of his other horror films. Like I know, um, drag me to hell is one of his like other big ones mm. and Tusk. Actually, I've seen Tusk. I have seen Tusk. Yeah. I wish I didn't, <laughs> but I agree. If you want to be traumatized for the rest of your life, go see Tusk. The, okay. Quick Tusk note. The ending in that film pisses me yeah. off tremendously. <laughs> Do you want to elaborate? I will elaborate real quick. Cause this is obviously about Tusk. Yes. So Justin Long's character, big spoilers for those who want to watch Tusk, just skip ahead 30 seconds. Or just never turn it on. Or never turn it on. Don't watch Tusk, actually. This is a <laughs> an ad to never see Tusk. Yeah. Um, he gets basically kidnapped. Not really kidnapped. He shows up as a reporter to talk to this guy who has this crazy story involving a walrus. Um, he gets oh. saved by a walrus and he ends up eating the walrus that keeps him alive, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He ends up turning Justin Long's character into a walrus. And how he does that, <laughs> you're like, what the crap? That, that doesn't make that, any sense. How would he do that? Well, he first cuts off his legs and then he sews his arms to the, his body, his torso. And then he inserts the bone, like the tusk actually into his face. And then he makes this like sculpture using human skin to... Ugh put the body of the walrus around him and then Justin's friends find him and they kill the bad guy but then they keep Justin as a walrus <laughs> they keep him in the backyard like a freaking zoo animal just chilling I'm like either kill him dude or just go to the best plastic surgeon in the world yes and get there's something we can do here there was something more than Keeping him as a walrus. <laughs> I need you to promise me right now. If you find me, I've been kidnapped. If someone turn me into any animal, please come come ready to shoot me in the head. Because I, if no. I am ever turned into a walrus, <laughs> you to swear to me, you will kill me. Do not put me in your backyard. I swear, I'll haunt you for the rest of your life. I. <laughs> we'll make that deal with you because I want that deal. So aside from Tusk, he's got a great horror <laughs> filmography. Justin Long's great. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I'll get off our Tusk soapbox. Uh, okay. Um, um, if they would have oh, already said about showing the creeper less, uh, the climax and ending was terrible. Yeah. Or, um, the last shot wasn't bad, but the lead up to it was just awful. Yes, I like, agree. In the police station, it's it's dumb. Very random. Nobody's scared. And yeah, nobody, it's more of like an action. Like, yes, it, it feels me of, very action. Have you seen like Terminator from the 80s? Yeah. yeah, where he shows up to the police station, just shoots everyone. 100%. It works really well in an action movie. It's pretty awesome when Schwarzenegger's yeah. doing it. But in this one, you're like, 
I don't, and it doesn't even show him like killing the cops. Like he's just kind of, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I didn't love that scene. Yep. It kind of felt like a teenage film, low budget to me between the plot holes and the ending. Yeah. That's a good point. Which I know it's a teen film. I guess so. According (laughs) to Google. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Do you have any more? Nope. Okay. My last one. After watching a game for the first time in a while, I'd probably move some of the other ones we've reviewed above this one. Yes, definitely. Honestly, I might even make it number 50. Honestly, yeah, I think so. Which, here's what's interesting. Adam and I have talked about this. Yeah. We talked about, because, and we've already said this before, we haven't seen these movies in so long. Like Jeepers Creepers, I probably haven't seen since like... Dude, I haven't seen it in 10 years. It's been a while. I haven't seen it since 2001, whenever I was four years old. (laughs) When you were, yeah. (laughs) Your parents took you in theaters. (laughs) So, here's what we know. We know that the movies that make it in like our top 25, I think are pretty solidified. They will be there probably forever. forever. Once you get out here in the outskirts a little bit, these are still <laughs> great horror films, but rewatching them after so long, yeah. you do think like, oh, I may switch this around in terms of the order. Yeah. So we've even talked about like at the end of this whole process, like two years later, like dropping like our renewed list of mm-hmm. all the films we watched, but in a different order. And, and our own individualists at that too. Yes. And I, I do think Jeepers Creepers would be more like, it's not, I don't think it's better than American Werewolf in London. No. Which we've said too. I think that film deserves to be bumped. You yeah. Know? So not bumped out of the list, but brought bumped to number a thousand. <laughs> yeah, it should be just deleted from existence. No, I agree. But, it's definitely not better than that. It's not better than Cabin in the Woods as far no. as monster movies go. No. The only thing it has is that some of the others don't. Um, is that it's an iconic horde. It has like this iconic horde nostalgia to it. Yeah, for sure. The which, early of 2000s. Course, American Werewolf does, but yeah. Cabin in the Woods doesn't yet. Yeah. Because um, it's not old enough. So anyway, yeah, I just thought I'd yeah, make note of that. Have we heard any hot takes we agree or disagree with? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, there might be. Not even close to being the best monster film of all time. Yeah, no. And again, those who rated it one star didn't have their expectations set properly. Yeah. So just both sides again. I'm just like, oh, come If on. you asked me to rank the best monster movies of all time, would it maybe be like, I'd have to look at it, but off the top of my head, I'm thinking like maybe around 20. I was going to say probably that's in the, a 10, specific, the 10 to 20 range. Yeah, group of horror films. And even then it's not making it top five. No. So no I mean, way. There's just so many other really good ones. I agree. But. Um, I saw a very small group of people, which this is not what the episode's about. This is just a hot take. I saw a lot of people saying or defending the director on behalf of the film. Cause I guess he, there was something else he got in trouble for in like the eighties, mm. like similar stuff. For real? Yeah. And I saw somebody say like, as a comment, they're like, well, maybe it's a physical representation of the monster inside of him. Like he used that experience to write. And I was like, it's not that deep. He's just no. a piece of crap. So, like, don't give him credit for this. I mean, yes, he can but, be. He can be compared to a demon. That's fine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but make that. But don't like say no. it like enrich the plot because of you know. I thought that was stupid. But that is annoying. So, if that counts as a hot take, that was a hot take from someone. I that did is not, a hot take. Did and not they, agree with. They deserve. I'm calling the cops on them. <laughs> Have uh, do we? What is the hottest? <laughs> Uh, please pray for me what is the hottest of all hot takes Um, i mean i do like to hate the hot take that it's a the best you know horror monster movie of all yeah i think that's super dumb i was gonna say that 
it your hot take about you know well, them just, saying it's better yeah. than the exorcist yeah. and then the, my hot take about saying it's the best since jaws yeah that's wild. don't compare it to jaws oh yeah you can't put those in the same do not compare it to jaws same range i will cut you <laughs> That's it. I will cut you. I will cut you so hard. Um, yeah. Do we agree with the IMDP rating? I'd say a six out of ten. So it's a six point two. Yes. Here's the thing. It's where it gets tricky, and we just talked about this mm-hmm. re-ranking. Because it does technically it's tied with the lowest IMD rate IMDB rating out of all the films. Which is reviewed. Orphan, right? I think it was uh As Above So Below. Orphan got like or maybe it was Orphan. I'd have to look. As above, so below is the lowest Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what it was. I looked at... I don't know what I'm saying. But <laughs> what I'm trying to say, it's tied for the lowest rating. Okay. Um, and it's not on our list for being a perfectly executed horror film. Like we said, we factored in things like creativity, cultural significance, nostalgia, whatever, scare yeah. factor. Iconic monster. All that to say... I still don't know if 6.2. <laughs> I feel like I said 6.1. I think just yeah. a bump, just a tiny bit lower. Yeah. When you compare it to all these other great horror films that I really like that are floating around that number. Yeah. I think it should be pulled back a little bit. I agree. I said 6.0. So it's got some great strengths, but it definitely has its flaws. Yes. Sorry. 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 So sorry. <laughs> Chill factor. What is the chill factor? The chillest is the chills when it mm-hmm. comes to this film. <laughs> the shot of them driving by and seeing him throwing the bloody bod bags. I said the exact same thing. Down the pipe and staring them down. I said bod bags. I yep. meant body bags. Um, those bod bags be crazy. The bod bags. Yeah. Love, love, love that shot. I think that's... It's the creepy. That's the my favorite part it's of the whole film. the best part of the film. Which sucks because it's like 10 minutes in. I know. I did say honorable mentions, Justin Long's performance. Yeah. And then the House of Pain. Just a cool concept and visually wild. Yeah, I think so. I do think going off of our note about that being the best scene where he's dumping the bodies, the intro to the film is just a great, it starts off on such a high note. Very, very well done. I just feel like they don't capitalize on it as much. Yeah. But. Well, uh, do we recommend this film to everyone or only a select audience or maybe even nobody? Um, I said if you like monster movies or early 2000s horror, go for it. Knock yourself out. I would have to, you know, say, you know, don't expect a beautiful, you know, handcrafted horror <laughs> film because yeah. you're not going to get it. No. But if you want to just like have some beers and some popcorn and just watch a stupid early 2000s horror, I yeah. mean, again, great strengths, but it's got some flaws. Completely so. agree. I pretty much said the same thing. It's worth the watch if you enjoy a good Halloween monster movie or you just like Justin Long. Yeah. Don't support Victor Salva though. That guy sucks. Yeah. Have we said that <laughs> enough? <laughs> well, that wraps up Chamber of Chills number 43, Jeepers Creepers. Ba-boom. Thank you guys for listening to our eighth episode. Wow, we're getting close to 10. That's crazy. Weird. I am so excited. Adam and I were talking about this before we started recording today. I know it's so far away, but I'm so, <laughs> so excited to get down to like some of these other films yeah, that we're Even going. just the top 25 is going to be awesome. Even the top 25. I'm so ecstatic about that because we're just going to, I feel like completely I know. put our all in like we go ham because we obviously love we, them we're going ham now you know but yeah obviously we just like the other films more the passion behind it the passion grows <laughs> um 
Don't forget to follow us on our two social accounts, Instagram and TikTok at the Chamber of Chills. Please DM us, comment on our posts, or send us an email at podcast at thechamberofchills.com if you have any questions, thoughts, or your own hot takes. We also want to know which option of recasting you would like. Alex Wolf and Jenna Ortega or Will Poulter and Florence Pugh. Who do you think would be better? What would you prefer? Also share this with your friends who like films and horror films and it's spooky season. So this is the best time to share this podcast with your spooky friends. It's that time of the year. It's that time of the year, baby. Like, hey, there's these two hot guys with a (laughs) podcast. Go listen to them. Go listen to these bad boys. (laughs) They're such baddies, dude. Our wives are listening to this, rolling their eyes. Okay, (laughs) and now, for a hint at next week's episode, here is my little riddle, and it is very little this time. In a world where nature's twisted, five venture bold to a lighthouse midst colors untold. Through the shimmer's gleam, they face the unknown. Seek the film where these seeds are sown. That's pretty good. Wahaha. All right, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for what's next on Chamber of Chills and have a wonderful week of October. May your season be spooky. Oh, that was so good. You know the part in scary movies where somebody does something really stupid and everybody hates them for it? This is it.